You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. for your distraction i'm one of your host adam and sitting closer than he used to be before is scott malanke yeah. how are we doing scott <clears throat> i'm good i'm good the people are listening are like oh, are they back in the studio no, no 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 we are not but adam you got some big news i completed my move into my new apartment i it's the yes. first time i've lived alone in some years now and i've completed the move i'm living in the same town that scott is living in so we're basically two roads away from each other. It's pretty yeah, nuts. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I'm excited for you. Uh, I came and <coughs> saw your place when you first moved in. It's gnarly. I know you were, uh, oh my God, for what, six years you've been trying to, to find an apartment. That's you been the big goal. It. Yeah, you did it. And I'm happy for you, man. You, yeah, this, this is the first podcast from your new place, too. I had a moment of feeling like a true man uh, about a week, about this past week, maybe like Sunday-ish, I purchased and installed my own window unit air conditioner. Oh my god, it's been so hot, man. You needed it. Yeah, you I did. You needed it. I desperately needed it. I got it. It didn't fit 100% in the window. Um, there was a... There was something at the bottom. The windowsill at the bottom kind of stuck up a little bit, so it was pushing it up. So there was a nice little gap down there. But you know what? That's what duct tape was made for, baby. You duct tape that you shit. Maga- Tell me you MacGyvered it. Yeah, MacGyver there, it? there were pre-done holes in like the top, the bottom of the window that you lift up. So I could screw in the actual air conditioner so it fits in there nice and solid. But the bottom of it and parts of the sides were like open a little bit. And I was like, I don't want to fucking bugs in here. I'm not trying to get my cold air out there. So I... Got the duct tape out and just right across it. Fuck yeah. That's that, awesome. That's called yeah, real man, man work right there. That's right. Duct tape solves all problems. Yeah, it that's, does. That's, that's pretty hood rich, and I love everything about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you been doing anything fun or interesting lately? We're just hanging out and chilling? I haven't been doing shit, man. I haven't been doing absolutely nothing. What I have been doing, I've been watching a ton of television and movies and later on the show there's a lot i want to discuss i got some stuff too yeah the the, the, the genesis (coughs) of this show is pop culture and entertainment and i got a lot to go on but but we'll get to that before we get in the first subject of what i want to talk to um quick update on the cough situation i explained to scott but i'll just briefly explain to you listeners um i may have figured out what's 
the cough is going on. It's the uh, same problem uh, connected with my ear pressure that I've been having a little bit. Could be the fucking vape. Could be the fucking medical marijuana that's been doing this to me. So it's it's just the vape itself. So I'm gonna go talk to my pharmacist and I'm gonna see if I can find alternate options for me because I can't, I can't give it up. You vape all that crispy, crispy. Yeah. And now it's getting to your lungs. I'm telling you. No, my lungs are fine. I'm, my lo- I'm strong as an ox. Kidding me? I could do 60 push-ups. Not in a row. In a row. Not in a row. <laughs> Shit, <In a row. laughs> <laughs> man. No, but, uh, yeah, I've read some stuff that vaping, uh, I mean, I don't vape. Uh, well, that, that's for that's for Generation Z. Get off my lawn. But, uh, I don't vape, but I've read some stuff that it's, uh, pretty gnarly for your lungs. And yeah. And your your innards and whatever is going on. I, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see if pods are a better option. I would love to do edibles, but something's going on in PA. They won't let you sell edibles in medical marijuana dispensaries. I don't know. Y'all need to get on that gummy bear train. You know it's you know what is the biggest thing I've done in my new place since I moved in. Walk around. Off? Walk, well, that that's a that's a given, Scott. This time I could do it very loud. I could be loud about it. Yeah. <laughs> your, na- your neighbors start stomping off. They get the broom out. They start hitting the roof. Quit jerking off! <laughs> no, wait. Do it louder. Louder. That's helping. <laughs> no, um, I actually walk around in my boxers all the time. That, that's a, that's that's a big thing you forget about when you live with a bunch of people that you can't really do all the time. I walk around in my boxers all the time i'm only wearing pants because i'm on the podcast and if i stand up i don't want you to see my dick on the webcam so that's the only reason why i'm there on again duct tape fixes all problems just put a little strip over the webcam and then you got you got yourself a naked apartment exactly um anyway that's apartment update and cough update let's get into the show scott i got a i got a bone to pick i got a bone to pick now when i say this when i say who i have a bone to pick with it's gonna oh, sound. I thought you met with me. No, 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 gonna... not with you. Oh, I was ready. To go... I was ready to throw hands. Okay. No, not with you. It's gonna sound very offensive, and I don't mean Here it to be go. offensive. It's really Here not. I have a bone to pick with women. I got a bone to pick with women, specifically women on Tinder and Bumble, the two probably one of the two most popular dating apps that exist uh, in the world today. Swiping dating apps. I got a bone to pick with women. Not so much on Tinder, but with Bumble. Are you you are aware of Tinder, correct, Scott? I, I'm very aware <coughs> of Tinder. I, I I mean, I don't partake. No need to. I'm a happily married man. But, that's good. Uh, that's good. Or score I some have, points with your wife right there. I have I have friends who participate in Tinder. Uh, the other one, Bumble. Yes. Bumble is, is is that for is that for big hairy gay dudes? No, you're thinking of uh, Grinder. Grind, Grinder. I know. Yeah. Grind, come on, I know Grinder. You're thinking of Grinder. I've never heard of Bumble before. Bumble is basically it sounds like a big hairy gay dude dating site. To me. Bumble's I mean, like like the Bumblebee, like bzz, bu- yeah. buzz, buzz, bee. Have you ever seen a Bumblebee? <clears throat> yeah. They're fat and hairy. First of all, they shouldn't fly. They have little tiny wings that somehow carry their big fucking fat bodies off the ground, uh, completely breaking the laws of physics. But yeah, Bumble, like, to me, I think of, like, a big, round, furry dude, like, yeah. what do I know? Okay, all right, continue. continue anyway, with your tail. Bumble is, for those of you that, like Scott who don't know, Bumble is basically just Tinder, like, the swipe left, swipe right, all that fucking nonsense, except 
if you match with somebody, the woman has to make the first move. The guy does not make the first move. The guy can't even message her without the woman responding first. So if she decides she doesn't want to do it, and they have 24 hours to respond, otherwise the match gets yeeted into the sunset. But <clears throat> if uh, they have... Yeah. Um, but they are they have to respond. Uh, basically make the first move. It's like a twist on the whole dating aspect. Which, by the way, um, do you remember before I got the webcam, when we started doing this months and months and months ago, when I had that specific picture with me and the big beard, the one I posted on Facebook um, yes. we was using? I put that on Bumble and Tinder, and I gotta be honest with you, that picture's done it for me a little bit. I, I, haven't, Dude, gotten, I haven't gotten tons of matches. Sexy, man. You're I'm, sexy, man. I tell you what, you look like you're made for Bumble. That, you got <laughs> You got that big old quarantine beard. You got that big old. It's short now. Beard. I I had to shorten it. I know, but I mean, hey, we all did. But, yeah. Like, there's no way wings could like lift you off the ground. Like, you are, you are. You Thanks. are a human bumblebee. So I will that's take that. Yeah. I'm gonna change my profile, and that's gonna be the first line. I am the human bumblebee. <laughs> um, no, no, don't do that. If you want to meet girls. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't I, I haven't gotten tons of matches, but I've gotten my uptick in matches has increased since I put that picture up. Let's just say that. There you go. It has increased slowly. Now that just shows you how superficial women are. Doesn't mean it went anywhere because I because <laughs> I suck at I suck at having conversations with the women in the first place. But it's a start. <clears throat> now here's the problem. Here's my problem. This is the bone I have to pick, Scott. This is the bone that irritates the fuck out of me, and it legitimately does irritate me just a little bit. On Bumble. The premise of it is the woman is supposed to start the conversation. They are supposed to begin the conversation. That is their job. That is their only job. And then it goes from there. Can I... You had one job. Yes. Can I... I'm going to let you guess, Scott. How do you think every single woman starts the fucking conversation? Take a guess. Uh, Every single one of them. I'm guessing there's no vag picks, right? They don't open up with a vag. No, because then I wouldn't have a bone to pick, Scott. I'd have my bone to pick. I'd have my fair bone enough. to pick at, so... Fair enough, fair enough. That would be if the guy, like, was initiated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy, the guy, like, how do I open up? Do I say hey? Do I say hi? Or do I throw a dick <clears throat> pic? It's, it's Always a dick pic. Always, Always the dick pic. Always see. Yeah. Always see. No, but uh, I'm going to go with, like, just, hey, what's up? Yeah. What's up? You're, you're right. What's up? You're right. It's, yeah, you're right. And it's fucking stupid. It's bullshit. Because let me tell you this, in the world of dating online and dating apps, especially like, on, let's say on Tinder where and all these other dating apps where the guy makes the first move, sure. any guy that just says hi or hey is immediately considered boring and almost never gets response from the woman because the woman's like, yes. oh, he's a boring piece of shit. Like, he can't, he can't muster up anything better than hi or hey with a smiley face or something like that. What kind of bullshit is this? And this is the bone I have to pick, Scott. If you are a woman, you're on Bumble, and you match with somebody and you want to talk to them, if your initial response is hi, you are a lazy piece of shit. I'm sorry. You are lazy as shit. It doesn't mean I don't try and continue the conversation because as a guy who is single, yeah, I'm going to fucking respond back. But I'm just saying this. I'm just saying if you're a woman, you got to do better. You got to try and do a little better. You can't. Like, like what, what do you, you want to open up with? Hey, you, my vagina smells like shrimp scampi. Anything. Any, that's better than high. 
That's way better than high right there, okay? You know, Shrimp scampi is delicious. My yeah. openers are like dumb, stupid little jokes that don't make any sense just to be like, what? If I if I get any response from them, it's something. It's better than fucking high. Or like I give you like a, you know, if this or that question. Or like a, you get a million dollars, but you got to do this kind of question. You know, you get open up with something stupid like that. It can, it's, it can be the dumbest thing in the world, but it's better than fucking high. Hi, how are you? Hi, my name is so-and-so. It's stupid. It's dumb. So so you're saying after the initial hi, hey, how you doing, it, it, it stalls out? It stalls out. It, it stalls out a little bit because, you know, I would like something. I like somebody who tried. I like... Dude, you know, they're trying. By <coughs> them initiating the hi or the hey, they're trying. No, they're the not. Balls of the, listen, listen. The, men, I hate, I hate to be the one who sounds sexist now. But I'm going to. Men have to work harder. But that's the point of the fucking app, though. The whole point of the app. The app is designed. The design space from the beginning of a concept that some fucking programmer decided to steal from Tinder. The beginning of that concept was, we're going to do this like Tinder, but the women have to initiate the conversation first. They got to get the ball rolling. That was the design of it. Everything you just said right now is the reason you're getting highs and haze. Women don't give a fucking shit about the design concept of the app development. They get off the no. fucking app. They want fucking romance, dude. They want love. They want... They then want you're coming to the wrong... You're coming to... You're swiping right on the wrong person, then. You'll get dick jokes dick jokes, and all kinds of the shit from me. So... <clears throat> okay, so they hit you with a hi, hey, how you doing? Then, then that opens the door to you to then hit him with your atoms, you know? Be like... I don't know, just come up with something suave, something smooth. Then why the fuck am I on Bumble? I'll just go back to Tinder and say fuck Bumble if I have to do that. Because on Tinder you have to do that in the first place. The whole point is like, I want the... This is is the women's chance to grow. Okay, women have been talking about how they want equal, equal share in everything with men. They want equal, 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 okay? Here's what I'm saying. You want equal... Then give me more than a fucking high. You initiate the good conversation. You start with me. You say something quippy or stupid. It could be the dumbest fucking thing in the world. It could literally could be the dumbest thing in the world. And it's better than high. Better than high. Well, I tell you what. If you get a woman who comes at you and hits you with a dick joke or something right off the bat. I'm going to laugh and be like... You better put a ring on that yeah, instantly. Exactly. Take note. This is Scott saying that, women. Take note. He's saying you got better chances if you make some weird dick joke or some shit like that. You got better odds. I've looked it up online. You go to like those Reddit forums, stuff like that, and I'm like, how the fuck do you respond on on Bumble when somebody just says hi? And like 90% of the guys are like, the, you know how I respond? I just unmatch with them. Because it's, I'm not interested. If I'm on Bumble with the app where the women are supposed to start the conversation, I'm not interested in the woman who's just going to start it with hi. I might as well just be on Tinder at that point. And they're right. They're right. I don't have the luxury of just immediately unmatching with them. So I'm not, I don't do that, but they're not wrong. All right. The, ne- the next girl that says hi or hey or what's up, I want you to, I want you to just be like, okay. I, does that work for you? Ask her. Be like, <clears throat> does, does saying hi work for you? I'm, I'm honestly curious. See what she says. Being like, because here's the thing. If I did this on Tinder, I'd crash and fucking burn. 
and you're doing it here on Bumble. No, no, I'm just, this is just pure scientific, okay? Just, just completely research for driven right here. I'm Does all for scientific for research. Right. No. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put the over on. It doesn't work, because if it worked, they wouldn't be on Bumble still. Precisely. So... Precisely. If anything, if anything, the worst thing's gonna happen, she's gonna fucking unmatch you. And you didn't, you didn't lose or gain anything, you're right back where you started. But, but the best thing that could happen, maybe you're, maybe you're setting a little fire in her brain, and she thinks, you know what? Maybe I, sh maybe I should evolve a as a person on a social media dating app. Maybe I should be more than just hi. You know, maybe you could be the one. Or maybe to start the you need to get a little high in order to get past that high. Just saying. You, sir, are the Ropes Pierre of Bumble. And it started right here. The Who is Ropes Pierre? The French Revolution. He's the guy that guillotined all the people until he got guillotined. Oh, yeah, you're obsessed with that guy. Oh, he's fucking great. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Continuing, continuing. Um, I, I want to know. I want to know, so the next high you get, just just come right out and be like, so here's the thing. Just be upfront with her. The conversation you just had with me, <laughs> have with this strange person on the internet. <coughs> Except try to be less yelly and arm wavy about it. Well, the people on the podcast can't see me waving arms. But, I, but I'm fired up now. You, you got, I'm on board. I'm on board with you. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all, all for it. That's all I have to say about that. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. I'm done, done with rant. End of rant. I'm happy to be ranting about something else besides COVID and Trump right now, so end of rant right now. So, Scott, you said that you've been watching some stuff. You've been getting oh, that entertainment, entertainment status in? Okay, so I'll give you a little backstory. So, uh, my eldest daughter, Eva, she and I were having a conversation, and we were talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean. And as you know... The Curse of the Black Pearl, which is the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, is one of my all-time favorites. I love that movie. And her and I were talking about it. So she wanted to watch it with me. So we watched it, and she loved it, Adam. It was so good. She wanted more. So what I decided to do, sit down with my daughter, and we were going to watch all five Pirates of the Caribbean movies in a row. In five consecutive nights. That's a lot of movies. Not, not like... Well, that's five nights in a row. We were going to watch them all one day. We we're going to watch them every night. We we're going to watch them, and we did that. But here's the problem I came across: on Disney Plus, there's Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, three, and five. Pirates of the Caribbean four, which is on Stranger Tides, which is my least favorite of all five of them, is not on Disney Plus. So we watched one, two, and three, and it was time to watch four, and it's not on. And I happen to own on DVD one, two, and three. I don't own four or five. And I was like, oh, shit. How are we going to watch four? So I did my research. I was trying to find out how I can do it. Turns out the reason it's not Disney Plus is because the rights to it are still owned by another, another streaming service. Really? Stars. Are you familiar with Stars? It's yeah, like a, it's I'm, like an HBO channel. Yeah, I was familiar with it back when I was fourteen years old, and I first got digital cable, and Stars came free with it. I'm familiar with sitting there watching Stars and seeing the same movie play like five times in a row. 
Precisely. Before they played That's anything it. new. Yep, you nailed it. That's it. That's it. So, at any rate, when we first moved into our house, we got we got Dish Network. And stars came free with our Dish Network. And we had it for about two or three years. And then the price of Dish Network went up so much. And we didn't even watch it. We were streaming stuff. So, we got rid of it. We don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I used to have stars back then. So, I saw that that was the only way to watch it was on stars so guess what i did you bought stars i I did not buy it i did the seven day free trial that's the way you bum it man that's what you do i did a classic (laughs) adam because i know (laughs) dude i'm on the 14 day beach body fitness free trial right now so (laughs) there you go there you go you hear that bumble beach body book it Say more than hi. Okay. I'd be like a spermo so, stuck on the beach. That's what I'm actually. Just be like, I do beach body. Open up with that. I, I have a podcast. No. Yeah. Anyway, m- moving on, moving on. So I did the seven day free trial of Star. I took a, I took a page out of your book. And we watched, we watched it. And actually, we watched all five of the Pirates movies. And number four, of course, was Eva's favorite. She loved the fucking mermaid. It's my least favorite of the five. It's the worst and Pirates it, movie they made. I feel like it's the worst one, too. But it's her favorite. She loves that shit. So I figured, all right, I got, I got seven days. What else is on here? What else can I get done in seven days? All right, I'm going to give you, you the do. list. That's what you do. You binge I it. watched a lot of fucking movies. I stayed up to like, 3 o'clock in the morning some nights watching some of this shit. So I'm going to give you the quick list. And not all of these are from Star. Some of them are from... Uh, some of them are from Prime Video. Some of them from Disney Plus. But I'm going to give you the list here. I watched Spider-Man: Far From Home. Nice. What'd you think of that? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed most of these movies. Now let me let me let me say, these movies that I watched are all relatively new movies. None of them are old. They're new movies like 2019, 2020 that I just hadn't got around to seeing yet that I wanted to see. Yeah. So these are all these are all relatively new. So Spider-Man: Far From Home, um, enjoyed it. Did you, did you see that? I absolutely did. I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good Spider-Man. I thought it was an interesting take on the um, Mysterio story. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was very interesting the way they the way they did and they incorporated it. So I'm gonna say this. <coughs> spoilers if you haven't watched uh the new spider-man the newest spider-man movie but it's fucking old at this point so like where where are you at um well, fuck you i just watched it this week so yeah but you just watched it so that's what i'm saying at this at this moment now it's old so um it's it's getting a little old the tony stark fucked over a former employee or former partner and he comes back as a villain storyline that storyline is getting a little old that's all i'm gonna say because that's the that's basically the origin of Mysterio. That storyline's getting way too old. He's dead. Why is he still fucking people over? Because fuck capitalism. That <coughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, okay. So I've got a pretty good list. So I'm not going to dwell too much on one movie unless it's a good banter. Then I'm going to yeah. So so that was a good one. Moving. On, I watched the movie Venom with Tom Hardy. Would you? Well, I'm curious to see what you think of that. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can okay. hear you. My webcam is fucked up right now. I'm interested. Yeah. What, what did you uh, think of that? You're, you're... There we go. Um, again, I liked it. I, I like Spider-Man more than I like Venom. I feel like 
you almost need Spider-Man in a Venom movie, <clears throat> which I think I think you're gonna get. I think you're eventually gonna oh, yeah. get. Um, two things I thought were interesting about it is I'm familiar with the Venom storyline in, in the Marvel comics, and Venom Venom was basically a villain. Like he was one of the yeah. arch villains for Spider-Man for a long, long time. But then there was a turn where he eventually kind of became an anti-hero. Yeah. There, there was, there was, I mean, that's when Carnage comes around and like, it's like the enemy of the, my enemy is my friend yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah. So it's like a Churchill <clears throat> thing. But yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, that all happened in the span of one movie though. Yeah. I Like, like at the beginning, Venom was bad and toward the end he's like, okay, we're kind of rooting for him now. He's a fucking terrible parasite yeah. that wants to destroy the world but at the same time that other terrible parasite that wants to destroy the world's worse so yeah okay i mean it's um, when it comes to venom i think that it would have done better um or i think the venom character would have been developed better if it was started out in a spider-man movie because that's kind of his or the reason why venom hates peter parker and spider-man was because he was part of spider-man and then spider-man denied him and shook him off and that's basically the basis for his power is like like, he looks like, you know, he's got that spider on his chest and he's got the webbing that comes out of his wrist because that yes. he was part of Spider-Man. And you Carnage Carnage yes. has the same yes. thing because Carnage is an offspring of Venom. So he's got the same, basically similar powers in that sense. So right. I think it would have made more sense if they would have done it. But, you know, Sony Venom, be Sony. Be when, Sony. When, when Venom <coughs> attached to Peter, he took on some of his characteristics. That's, that's yeah. know, that kind of the idea. And he doesn't do this in the movie. He attaches to Eddie Brock at the beginning, and yeah. the, the rest is history. So, I mean, it was interesting. Um, the after credits with Woody Harrelson. Woody yeah. Harrelson, he's gonna he's gonna come up a lot today. So remember Woody Harrelson. Well, he's gonna be Carnage. Uh, he's gonna be Carnage. He's gonna be Carnage, which I think is kind of gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see what so. <laughs> Finally, does. big screen Carnage. That's all I'm saying. Finally, big here, screen Carnage. Here, I have very, very little faith in Sony. I mean, no. it, Into the Spider Verse was great, but that's about it. So. Into the Spider Verse Two is coming, so I can't wait for that. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse was great. Okay. <coughs> next um, movie. Next movie I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Tarantino film. Yes. How was that? With, I'm, with, I want to uh, know your opinion. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Did you see it? I did not. It's. I heard no. it's very fucking long, so I just I haven't watched it yet. It, it, it's a long movie, and, and why I liked it probably more than the layperson is because it's a lot of old Hollywood. Yeah. Like, and and that kind of interests me. Like fifties, sixties Hollywood. Like I love that. Like the the golden, the silver age, if you will of Hollywood is, is always been something that I thought was really cool. And that's like the setting of this. The, the, and, and typical Tarantino style. I love Tarantino. I mean, the soundtrack is incredible. Uh, there's, of course, unnecessary violence. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be, a ter wouldn't be in Tarantino unless <coughs> you did. Uh, gore that doesn't need to happen, but does. Um, and a lot like Inglorious Bastards, which... He takes an actual thing that happened in history, but it's in an alternate universe where things happen differently. Yeah. And I like that idea. I enjoyed the movie. It was it was fun. Um, I think Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was excellent in it. Uh, it's hard to Leonardo find a time. It's hard to find a time when Brad Pitt is not that good. Leonardo, don't get me wrong. I really like him as an actor too. 
and it wasn't his fault. It's just I didn't like his character as much as I enjoyed Brad Pitt's character in the movie. Yeah. But but recommend definitely see it if you can. The next one I watched, I watched um, the new. I guess it's a reboot. We, we always have problems if it's a reboot or a remake or a sequel. Yeah. We've talked about this umpteen times on here. I, I think it's a reboot, but I watched the new Charlie's Angels. Does it exist in the same universe as the previous Charlie's Angels, but it's like later? I'm never going to yes. watch it. You can spoil it for me. Then it's a reboot. Yes. It's a reboot, yeah. It's in the same, which I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought it was kind of cool how they did. <coughs> anyway, uh, one of your favorite actresses, Kristen Stewart, is in it. She's one of the angels. I'm being facetious because you I, yeah. don't like Kristen Stewart. I think she's and not you know a good what? actress. She's not a good I, actress. I, I think I want to give her... I used to think she was a bad actress, too. But I think I want to give her a second chance. Because I really didn't care for the Twilight movies. And she kind of got typecast in those because she, she was young when she did those. Uh, but Robert Pattinson has completely redeemed himself. Do you want to know what movie I'm so interested in watching that has him in it? It's got... The Lighthouse? Yes. I want to watch that movie so fucking badly. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. It's on Amazon. It's on Prime? Yeah, it is on Prime. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. It's... I'm in... You hear about those, like, Lighthouse stories where, like... Like, in olden times, like, lighthouse keepers would be there for months and months and months, and they'd be weathering conditions that are terrible and trying just trying to keep the lighthouses open. And a lot of them go fucking crazy, and they see things, and they, like, just go absolutely nuts, and it's so interesting, and I want to see that movie so badly. Um, our old friend Brandon used to come on the show. He saw the lighthouse, and he said it was really good. Uh, both Pattinson and Defoe did such a good job, so I, de- I definitely, definitely want to see that movie. Yeah. But back to back to Charlie's Angels. Right. Kristen Stewart. Um, I thought about it. She was in the movie uh, Adventureland with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and uh, I didn't uh, think she was that good in that movie either. I liked the movie, but I didn't care for. Her. But did you ever see uh, Snow White and the Huntsman? No, because I. Because every single movie I'd watched up at this point with Kristen Stewart, I did not like her in, so I didn't want to watch that. Well, Chris Chris Hemsworth's in it. Yeah. Remember that name? Chris Hemsworth. I, I watched that in the theaters when it first came out, and I liked it. And I recently re-watched it. That movie is fucking kick-ass. If you get a chance, watch Snow White and the Huntsman. It's several years old now. And, and Kristen Stewart's pretty good in it. Obviously... Chris Hemsworth is Chris Hemsworth, so he steals the show. Well, yeah. And there was there was a sequel. They made it was so good they made a sequel to it, and it was garbage. Huntsman's Winter War. I saw that too. It was bad. <clears throat> but the first the first Snow White and the Huntsman was a really good movie. So I, I think I might have been a little too hard on Kristen Stewart. I kind of liked her in this movie. Now the character she was playing sucked. So, but that's not her fault. Um, but also uh, Elizabeth Banks is in it. Love she's, Elizabeth Banks. She, I love Elizabeth she Banks. Actually, she like wrote, produced, directed, and starred in the movie. <clears throat> like it's incredible. Like the, the stuff that she did. Patrick Stewart's in this movie. You can yeah. never go wrong with Patrick Stewart. I see a smile cracking from you. And I'm never gonna my, watch it. I'm never gonna watch it. But well, my yeah. crush, my, my one of my crushes right now, Naomi Scott. I thought you were gonna say Zac Efron. 
that Efron is not in it. <laughs> so Naomi Scott, she played Princess Jasmine in the, the live-action Aladdin. Yeah. And she fucking killed it. And she was also the Pink Ranger in the the latest uh, Power Rangers. movie that was the Power Rangers with Elizabeth Banks, who was also in that movie. So that's probably why she got cast. But uh, but she's fantastic in it. Um, I love her. She's actually not an angel at the beginning of the movie, but at the end of the movie, there was a cool little after credits. Like, well, you're never going to see it, so I'll spoil a little bit. But yeah. The, the, the after credits was really cool. So there's the old TV show, Charlie's Angel. And then there's the the Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu movies that came in the 90s, the aughts. They all exist in this universe. But now in 2020, Charlie's Angels has expanded. And there's like women from all over the globe that are in this like spy organization. There's like umpteen Bosleys. There's angels all over the place. And they're basically like a... They're like a private secret agent agency, and they're spies, and it just—it's so cool. But at the end of the movie, Naomi Scott is becoming an angel, and she has to go through training, and she does like this car, like she's trying to learn how to drive a car in a car chase, and Danica Patrick is giving her the car lessons, and then she has to learn how to do hand-to-hand combat. And it's like Ronda Rousey is the one giving her hand-to-hand combat. So basically, like Danica Patrick, Ronda, they're all they're all angels too, which is the funny thing about it. You know, I, I, got, a, I got a kick out of that. A dude can be an angel too. I'm just saying. Why aren't there any men? Uh, there were men. They they were the Bosleys. They were the Bosleys. Yeah, but like okay. so. Yeah, but like where are the men angels? Huh? It's called. Where, it's where called the CIA? It's called where the are the female Bosleys, huh? Women in power, women running the show. Adam, Adam, come on, Adam, come on. Think, think about what you're saying right here, and then Bumble, okay? <laughs> let's let's think about Bumble right now before you start right, you're right. respecting women. You're right. Okay, let's let's tone the sexism down here, okay? But uh, oh, and the last one is like she has to learn how to jump out of an airplane. And Allie Raisman, again, one of my crushes. She she jumps out in front. She's the she's a gymnast. She's on the U.S. Olympic team. Anyway, I just thought the ending was so cool. The ending like made me smile from ear to ear. But uh, the movie was just okay. It was. Your typical... <laughs> it was just okay. Not very good. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> All right. Next anyway, movie. next, yeah. N- next movie. I watched the movie *Brightburn*. How'd you think? What'd you think? Uh, I know uh, you're, you're going to have the hipster view of it. it was, it's overrated. I feel like that's the hipster view, right? No, no. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Um, it's. It is that. I, it is okay. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't know it was James Gunn that did it. Did you yeah, know it was James Gunn? I, d- I did. Yeah. Did you know like he's got brothers and they were involved in it too? You know they do a podcast. <laughs> no, I did not. They do a podcast. And Please, someone's called the Guncast. I don't know what it's called. But apparently what I understand is that the Gun Brothers were talking about on a podcast about Superman. Like and basically like oh they were talking about the comic series that takes place in an in an alternate universe where where uh Kal-El comes to Earth but he actually lands in the Soviet Union. Mother Russia. Yes, yeah there there's a comic series where he's not American, he's Russian and Russia, because of him, Russia wins the Cold War, and it's 
it's a whole different timeline now. Yeah. They're talking about that, and they're like, well, what if he came down and he was like this evil, terrible alien? And they're like, well, what the fuck? They talked about this in the podcast. They're like, let's make a movie. And they did. And that was... That's how Tusk was made, too. So. And, and Elizabeth Banks is in that movie. Yes, love her in that. And so was Roy from The Office. Yes. He was, he was, he was, good, he was good, too, in it, honestly. He was, he he was, was pretty, pretty good. good. He was pretty good. Um, well, he had to play uh, Hillbilly Redneck, and he did a good job of that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I mean, you're, you're right in saying it is just fine. It's a fine watch if you're looking for, like, an alternate Superman kind of story. So the next movie... Uh, was actually not on Stars. I watched this one on HBO, and it was a good old-fashioned World War II epic called Midway. I don't think I know that one. It's about surprise, surprise, the Battle of Midway, Midway Island in the Pacific, Japanese. Um, it wasn't very good. There was too much condensed. It was, it was too much going on. Yeah. Uh, remi- they they put Pearl Harbor at the beginning. They put the Doolittle Raid in the middle. Then they had the Battle of Midway at the end, and they called the movie Midway. I feel like it should have been about the fucking Battle of Midway from start to finish. Um, but it had, just like, you know, just like Pearl Harbor was, uh, Saving Private Ryan, like all those big-time war movies, the cast was pretty deep. Uh, Patrick Wilson was in it. I like him. He's the guy, uh, oh my gosh, he's an Aquaman. He played uh, Night Owl in the which we mm, love. Yeah. He was in, he was in the Conjuring movies. Like I really like him. He was in it and he was pretty good. Uh Woody Harrelson, there he is again. <laughs> he, was, he was in it. Uh, uh Luke Evans was in it. Mandy Moore, Dennis Quaid, Nick Jonas. That's right, that Nick Jonas. Uh so it was pretty it was a pretty good cast. And you know, I'm I'm a red blooded American like everybody else here. I mean when I watch a good old-fashioned World War II movie, don't get me... I get a war boner. <laughs> I do. I, I get a war boner. I'm like, fucking yeah! Like, I, I mean, come on. I, I still have a pulse. Yeah, but absolutely. When, when, but when it was all said and over, it wasn't a very good movie. So that was, that was Midway. Man, I watched so many. The next one I watched... I watched Jumanji The Next Level. I, you tell me, is that was that any good or not? I never watched the first one, but is that any okay, good? Okay, so I, I did watch the first one, and I enjoyed it. It was, it was funny. It was very different. I mean, the, my Jumanji is the Robin Williams Jumanji. Let's be honest with her. That is, the, that is Jumanji. The Jumanji reboot, I guess it is. Remake, I don't know. Re, whatever. Yeah. Re something. Uh, with, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and, and Kevin Hart and... Jack Black and Karen Gillum. Karen Gillum, another crusher. I have a crush on her too. Uh, I love Karen Gillum. Was, I, oh, I, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. I love Karen Gillum. Doctor Who, uh, Gamora. Doctor Who, Avenger, or not Avengers, Gamora. Yeah. She was, she um, was Nebula. Nebula, yeah. yeah. So she's great. She's fantastic. Uh, but I, I, <coughs> the first one made me laugh. It made me laugh out loud. I love The Rock. Anything he does. Um, I love Jack Black. Kevin Hart, eh. He has his moments, but yeah. So that's that's why I watched it. So the second one, I'm like, well, I watched the first, and I'll watch this one. Uh, not good, not good. No, the, that's the, disappointing. The, fir- the first two were better. Uh, there wasn't enough actual Jumanji going on. There was, wasn't enough Jumanji. Happening. Was it like just a brainless action movie? It was. It, there wasn't enough action. Like the game was but not enough. There was, 
there was yeah it was silly so one cool thing about it uh uh danny devito is in it and um uh what's lethal weapon glover uh oh um fuck donald glover no donald glover is not donald glover what am i thinking no Um, um fuck why can't i remember his name Danny, Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Danny. yes. Dan, Danny Glover. So, uh, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, are in, and they're the grandparents, and they accidentally get sucked into the game instead of the kids from the first one. <laughs> and and so so picture this. So, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is pretending to be Danny DeVito, and Kevin Hart <laughs> is pretending to be. Danny Glover, and they and that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's like they're talking like them. They're saying stuff. They <coughs> Please tell me The Rock was like a really raunchy, disgusting old man. Yes. yes, yes, he was, and it was great. It was funny, and the entire time that Kevin Kevin Hart kept talking like this, he talked like he was an old black man. It was just so good. <laughs> it was so good. But the movie itself was was par to Midland and. Uh, Unfortunate. Yeah. But it was worth a watch. It was worth a watch. Alright, next on my list. He flipped the sheet over. He's on the back now. I watched Men in Black International. That. It seemed. I've never seen it, but I've seen a bunch of clips of it, and it looked dog shit to me. It's it's starring Chris Hemsworth. There he is again. Yes. And and Tessa Thompson. Who played. and play, played in Thor Ragnarok and in uh, Endgame. I was going to say, well, <coughs> the, uh, not the director, but the producer of Thor Ragnarok was the producer of this movie. Surprise, mm, makes surprise. sense. So they, uh, yeah, they put They're a great movie. combination, so that, but from what I saw oh, of it, yeah. it looks like a dog shit movie. They had good chemistry. I kind of wish, spoilers, but there's not, and I kind of wish there was a cameo from uh, Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith in it. Yeah. That'd be nice. Because there's there's not. Ne- neither one of them are in this movie. They're not even fucking mentioned. But you gotta exists. mention. They're not even fucking mentioned. And it exists in their universe. That is so disrespectful. I feel like, yeah. I feel That's like a disrespect is. to the... Yeah, Men in Black 2 sucked. And Men in Black 3, while better than Men in Black 2, still sucked. But I mean, classic okay. Men in Black, you gotta... You've gotta not... Oh... That's disappointing. Agreed. That's disappointing. What did you think of the actual movie though itself? Oh, it wasn't good. No, no, it wasn't good. I that's um, what I thought. No, no, it was not good. <clears throat> but uh, I love the Men in Black movie. The Men in Black One is such a great movie. Yeah. Men in Black One is so awesome. Men in Black Two is dog shit. Men in Black Three, like exactly how you said it. Although better than Men in Black Two, still not very good. This one, worse worse than two. Ah, two is pretty bad. Yeah, I feel like this was worse. I feel like this was worse. Uh, The only really cameo I can remember was Frank the Pug makes a cameo. Oh really? Because everybody loved Frank the fucking Pug. (laughs) Frank the fucking Pug. Like you know what those movies need. They need a lot less Frank the Pug. Wait, did, did they not bring the worms in? Oh, no, they were fucking in it. 
Oh yeah, you better believe the fucking chain smoking worms who use foul language. Or yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I was gonna say. Like being completely like inappropriate to Tessa <coughs> Thompson. Yeah, absolutely, they were there. Of course, they're there. How oh, have they not been? Smith. How have they not been me too yet out of the Men in Black yeah. uh, organization? Come on. Next movie, um, I actually bought this one on DVD. DVD, Blu-ray, DVD, Blu-ray, digital combo. Pack. I was gonna say. And and when I tell you what the movie is, you'll understand why. Uh, that's the movie Trolls World Tour. Why would I understand why? Because I have two children who love the first Trolls movie. Okay, and, fair enough. And and it, it's an animated movie from DreamWorks. Uh, Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake. It was good. It was good. It was not better than the first one. I actually really liked the first. I one. never watched the first one. I never. I, I actually did really like the first one. Uh, this one was just kind of like I felt like a cash grab. Uh, uh, oh, we caught lightning in a bottle with the first was, one. Oh yeah. Let's uh, let's do another one. Let's let's ram it down these kids' throats. The first one was a cash grab too. It was based. It was. Just like, hey, you know, everybody's making movies out of old toys from like the eighties. Like, let's do the tr- do you know those fucking big air trolls that you know people used to play with back in the day? Let's make a movie about them. Yeah, I guess, but it really <coughs> has nothing to like the Norfing trolls. Play this game. It really has nothing to do with that, like at all. But yeah, uh, it's more along the lines of music. Yeah, they did I have. Mean, I did say they had a lot of musical artists oh, in the movie, like fuck ton. Like, it's like watching an hour and a half soundtrack of, of, of like your local top forty station. Like, if you turn on your local top forty station and listen to it for an hour and a half, you just watch the Trolls movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, I'm moving on. This one was fun. I loved it. It was on Disney Plus. I recommend it. I watched the movie of the stage show Hamilton. I haven't seen that yet. I've not dude, seen that good. yet. It's good. Uh, Linda <coughs> Miranda. It is so awesome, dude. It is like you, you like musicals. You're, I love musicals. Big, love them. You're a fan of musicals. I think you'll love this. Totally need to see it. It's historically accurate, which I think is awesome. And you know how some musicals there's big numbers and then there's dialogue and other yeah. big musical number. This is nothing but singing in the whole time. The whole story is told through song. So it's like and it's, it's like Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera, like every, I think not the movie, but the actual opera itself. I'm pretty sure the entire thing is singing right. from start to end. Well, that's that's operas. Well, yeah. Operas well, op- well, opera. Phantom of the Opera is not really an opera. They just call it Phantom of the Opera. The actual play itself is a musical. So, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Little knowledge so, for little knowledge for you. I know that. I know that. I've actually. <laughs> But, uh, yes, it was so good. It's a lot of rap music. It's a lot of hip-hop. A lot of R&B. Uh, it's so good. I can't recommend that enough. Might be one that I watched this whole mess. So, it's on Disney+. Plus. Watch Hamilton. And it's just, it's just the stage show. It's the Broadway stage show. Just filmed. So, would you say that this is the first time that history has ever been rapped? And been an ex- been a success, unlike when history teachers like to try to, you know, get the cool kids to learn stuff, and they start rapping about history in their classrooms. Um, 
You say it's a success? I, I, I can't speak for all those like high school classrooms where a teacher tries to be hip. But uh, I'm hip. As far I'm as with it. As far as as far as I mean, you got 1776, the musical, which is great. To my knowledge, I don't think there's crap in that, but it's still good. Other than that, no, I think this I think this is your best bet. But love Hamilton, love Hamilton, check it out. Okay, we're down to the final two. Final two. The next one, Woody Harrelson. I watched Zombieland Double Tap. That is one I'm interested in to find out if it was any good or not. Because I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say they like it and some people say, eh, it's not good. They didn't need to make it. Uh, my opinion is, eh, it's not good. They didn't need to make it. And I really like the first Zombieland. Oh, I, I love the first Zombieland. Yeah, I like the Zombieland. But this one is just, again, it's kind of the same deal. Like, hey, we had a, we had a successful movie. Let's try to do it again. That almost never worked. Yeah, I mean, I mean, short of X Men Two and Terminator Two, and you know, there's a there's a few movies that sequels were better than the original, but this is not one of those cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just basically, you're living in a war, uh, zombie apocalypse, and they're trying to make it a comedy. And can I ask you one thing? Did Bill Murray make a cameo as a full fledged zombie in this movie? Yes and no. Oh, oh, really? I didn't even think about it. So, Bill Murray makes a cameo, but not as a zombie. Oh. Well, he survived the gunshot to the chest? I'm not going to give it away, because you might watch it. I'm, I'm never going to watch it. it Based was, on uh, your review, I'm never going to waste my time and watch it. It was an after credit scene about <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse first broke out. And what Bill Murray was doing, he was promoting his movie Garfield Three. Yeah. And he was doing a screening, and zombies came, and he just like started fucking fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the cameo that Bill Murray does. Okay. But he's met he's mentioned so much in the movie. Like like because they like, fucking man, killed him. That's why. Like uh, Rosario Dawson sneaks up like. She sneaks up on Woody Harrelson. She doesn't know who he is. She's just like another living person. And she's about to shoot him. And he's like, whoa, 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 I'm alive. I'm alive. And I was on. Oh, my God. You almost got married. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I got what? And, of course, Jesse Eisenberg's standing there. His eyes get like, like, his eyes get so big. She goes, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? Bill Murray got killed by somebody who thought he was a zombie. She's like, I thought you were a zombie. I almost married you. <laughs> Dude, that's a she's great... Like, that's a great joke. If I ever find that motherfucker who killed Bill Murray, Jesse Eisenberg standing right there. He's like, "Well, yeah, well, not if I find him first. <laughs> That's a great joke right there. It's a good joke, yeah. Last one. I know this has been long-winded, but I watched a ton of fucking movies. I watched the movie Knives Out. Knives Out. I saw it too. I wanted to talk about this movie. Okay, <coughs> you go first. I loved Knives Out. I thought it was a fantastic whodunit movie. Um... Because I think it was most interesting. You know what? This movie's so good, I kind of don't want to spoil it. Um, so I'm just going to try to keep it as broad as I possibly can. There are lots of twists and turns in this movie that make it so amazing to watch. The casting was all great. I'm really happy that Chris, uh, Chris Evans is getting a lot of work 
now that he's like done with Marvel, which I mean, we knew that was going to happen, but it's like, it's not like Robert Downey Jr. getting hired to play Dr. Doolittle. It's like an actual good cast <laughs> for a good part. So, um, Daniel Craig, I mm-hmm. loved him as the inspector. This is like kind of a, had a lot of good casting in it, honestly. Um, but it was just, a, in my opinion, a fantastic classic who, I love a good whodunit movie. I like. Mm-hmm. I really liked um, Murder on the Orient Express, like the remake they did with like Johnny Depp. I kind I did like that one. I liked that mm-hmm. one uh, a decent amount, and I love good little mystery movies like that. So I thought this was like kind of a welcome kind of thing to take me out of like all the bullshit that was happening with COVID and all this other nonsense. Like, ah, oh, this is just get, let me disappear for a little while, and that's what it yeah, did. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <coughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I kind of I kind of guessed it. I did. I don't want to give it away, but you know, it's, it's pretty it's easy almost, to guess. It was. It, it's almost like Clue when you're playing Clue, and you're trying to figure out, like, like you said, who done it. Yeah. Um, for a while at the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, who did this? Who did that? And then I kind of figured it out. So, but it was still good. It was still a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. I re- I recommend it. Absolutely. Um, I watched a couple things too. I oh, finally, I can't remember if we talked about it. It's been so long since we did the show. I can't remember if we talked about it. I finally watched Unbreakable, Glass, or Split, and Glass. Um, did we I've talk about I've seen all three. No, we didn't talk about we it. We didn't? <clears throat> okay. Um, I watched those ones. I finally broke down. Uh, and despite my opinions of the synopsis of Unbreakable, it was actually a good movie. I was wrong. I was like, the premise of it is pretty good. And it was that was back when um, What's His Fuck... Um, M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. That's back when uh, M. Night Shyamalan could like do a movie with an actual good twist and you didn't see it coming and it wasn't bullshit. So Yeah, I, I, I very much enjoyed Unbreakable. That came out years ago when M. Night Shyamalan was in his prime. Yeah. When he was doing a, a movie a year. And it was... it's It might be one of my favorite... It might be one of my favorites, if not my favorite movie from him i will say this bruce willis wasn't doing a whole lot of acting in that movie he was just kind of there like he wasn't emoting he had like the same voice the entire time like same low voice kind of a little depressed a little bit kind of a little down a little bit like that dark you know bruce willis gets like dark and dreary sometimes he kind of had that voice the entire movie and that was kind of a little annoying that was his character (coughs) he's not gonna yell like yippee kaye motherfucker no but like, like you know, when even when he was like testing out his powers and he realized like, you know, he could do some of the things he could do, it's like he there was no excitement even, even then. Yeah, I was like, can we get this dude like just like some de- depression pills or something like that? Get him on some like something because he's I feel like he's going to try to kill himself. Like he's like an emo teen just listen to emo music in his bedroom just like what's what's going on? You, you, you want to sit down and talk about it, buddy? What's going on? He definitely had depression. His life kind of <coughs> sucked where the story picks up. His life's in a bad yeah. place. Yeah, and I get it for the beginning of the movie, but once he like starts knowing his powers, it's like get a little little cheery. Like you don't have you don't have to ruin the uh I understand. The theme of the movie was definitely low. Like every it was kinda like low for everybody, okay? Glass, um Samuel Jackson's character, he had a shit life for the mo- I mean he had a good life, but the start of it, he had a shit life. He grew up in a shit environment and stuff like that, and he had a shit role when he was born. 
because his bones are so fucking brittle. So I, I get it. It was a downer kind of movie, but like, you know, a couple of upbeat parts like, you know, him smiling when he realizes, you know, he can bench like 500 pounds or whatever. <coughs> so, but it was a good movie. I really liked him. I like Split. I, I was a, I was a fan of Split. It was a really cool kind of um, uh, psychological kind of thriller movie. Um, I mean, the <clears throat> whole movie, you think it's just like some psychopath who kidnaps and kills young. Yeah. Like, that's, what you, that's what you think it is. It doesn't become supernatural until the end. Like yeah. the whole first, the whole time you're watching it, you're like, oh, this guy's just mentally ill. He's got multiple personalities. Like he's killing. He's 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 like criminally insane. Like it's bad. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, when the twist happens, that he's actually has this fucking power. Yeah. He's he is the beast. He is the beast. The beast has risen, Uh, and the beast is sitting there running through the freaking dark hallways and just bending bars, just all this stuff. That was so cool. It. It, I, I like the connection that he had with the one girl he kidnapped. That was an interesting connection that kind of showed, like, you know, he's not, he's evil. He's bad. He's evil. There's no redeeming him. But there is kind of a soul to him because he saw that how troubled she was. And, like, he was she was like him. And so, And yes. that's important to know for the third movie, Glass. But yeah, spoilers. She, she comes back in that movie. Well, each of the three characters, each of the three characters, uh, Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, their three characters are the three main characters. Yeah. And each of them in the third movie are brought in by who you think is a therapist, but we find out later is, is something different. They bring I'm not, someone... I won't spoil that because that's the movie's so recent that we won't spoil that. Unless you want so, to, I don't care. Feel like what the fuck, dude? All right, uh, we like we will spoil the end. Sp- you, no, no, <coughs> you said, "Oh, we're gonna spoil Spider-Man: Far From Home because it's so fucking old," and you're like, "No, we're not spoiling Glass." Yes, it came out two years before Glass. Far from Home. <laughs> but fuck that, that! You're being a hypocrite. All right, fine, spoiler. I don't give a shit. First of all, Glass is <laughs> Glass is 2019, so whatever. Fuck off. Um, yeah, that was a 2019 yeah. movie. <clears throat> but so was Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. I feel like Glass has a larger barrier of entry than Spider-Man. Because you just have to like watch one movie and like know what's going on in Spider-Man's world. And it's a fun movie, too. Split, well, anyway. Split and Breakable are not fun movies. They're good movies, but they're My, not fun. The point, the point I'm trying to get to <clears throat> is... Uh, she works for the... Spoilers. The lady no, works no. for the government. There, I said oh, it. I said it. Oh, that's a big twist. Oh, <laughs> but uh, like, like Samuel Jackson, his mother has to come in. Uh, the girl that James McAvoy had kidnapped from the second movie, she has to come in, and Bruce Willis's son has to come in. Yeah, because at and the beginning like, of the movie, Bruce Willis and his son were de- doing like the team up. He was fighting crime and saving cheerleaders that were kidnapped and everything like that. And he was and on the other was end the of the guy line. In the chair. Yeah, he was the he was the dude just kind of relaying the information. <clears throat> so the guy in the chair come on that's yeah. spider-man far from home rep yeah the guy in the chair okay yeah. there's always a guy in the chair always got to be a guy in the chair so yeah but they brought all of them back it was really cool um it was 
an interesting, like we said, interesting twist. I thought it was okay. So like, Glass's whole plan at the end was to spoilers uh, reveal themselves to the entire world. Because he knew something was up. He knew somebody was lying, something was up, something was going on. So that was his whole plan, was just to reveal himself to the entire world. Here's the thing, though. In the age of 2019, where you could film something with an iPhone, and then on that same iPhone, put special effects and all kinds of crazy shit on there and put it up on YouTube, I feel like it's a far less believable thing. It's going to be... It's going to be passed off as just oh you know it's just some like art house film or like some you know film student made it or some company just put it out just as like a promotional kind of thing for some bullshit like think about the age we live in if you went on youtube and you saw that video you'd be like oh that's pretty cool who did that that's i want to see them make a movie out of this that would be your initial reaction there would be no reaction of there's a conspiracy going on what i feel like there i don't know what the better plan could have been i feel like maybe there should have been a better plan you know Maybe doing it in public around people so that they could physically see it. <coughs> I don't know. It wasn't a good twist. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you're like, why are you shitting on this movie, dude? It's just been a really long time since I've seen it. So oh. It's not fresh in there. Uh, that was his plan. Really his plan was to just put, put the footage out there so people were like, look, super people have superpowers. Look at this. Yeah, I really liked Unbreakable. I liked yeah. Unbreakable a lot. Uh, Split. Very good movie. Split was, Split was okay. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the Glass was just not. I mean, it was okay. It was all right. It, it, it exists, and I like that it ties everything together. That's it completes cool. the story. That's what it does. Because Bruce Willis wasn't in, wasn't in Split. No. Except for the cameo at the very end, that. But uh, yeah, but so it ties them together. So it's important in that way. But as far as being a standalone movie, nah, it's not that great. No, it's not. Um, last movie I watched, Sonic the Hedgehog. I caught. I, I have I not caught seen that. that. I watched that. I watched it before I moved to my new place. I watched it with Mila and my mother. <clears throat> you know what? It's a very watchable kids movie. Not gonna lie. I mean, Mila liked it probably more than maybe your kids would like it because she's played Sonic the Hedgehog and she's played a couple of the games and so So have my she, kids. Oh, have they? Yeah. They, they might love it then. They might honestly love it. <clears throat> um, Sonic himself, he is Sonic. He's a fairly decent character who is probably annoying because I imagine Sonic would be annoying if he existed in real fucking life. Um, yeah, James Marston playing as his uh, companion. But let me tell you what I'm leading up towards. The actual star of the movie, Jim Carrey playing Dr. Eggman. This, in my opinion, was a return to form to the classic Jim Carrey we love. You know how he's done like those like super serious psychological thriller kind of movies? Or he's done like those rom-coms where like, you know, he's, he's fallen in love with like Zoe Deschanel or whatever. He, he's... He's gone back to his classic, like, Ace Ventura or, like, Harry from Dumb and Dumber. Like, it's it's a classic, silly, goofy... He played Lloyd in Dumb and Dumber. My bad. It's been forever since I saw the movie. He played Lloyd. Lloyd in Dumb and Dumber. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of a... He's probably, like, he steals the show, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. I actually enjoy Jim Carrey in this movie a lot. He, um, silly, classic Jim Carrey that we know and love. 
you know, the, before we knew that he was an anti-vaxxer and he has a crazy person. So. Uh, I have a question. Yes, sir. <clears throat> you said Jim Carrey plays Dr. Eggman. Yes. Robotnik, whatever. Well, what do they... No, this is the question. In the what movie, do, he is Robotnik. Wait, 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 no. He is Robotnik. Yes. Yes. Thank you. But oh, Sonic calls him... That's... Sonic occasionally calls him Eggman to make fun of him. Because, he, he, like, he's he's got these... You've seen in the trailer, it's not a spoiler, he's got these, like, drones that fly around, and they're round, so they're in the shape of eggs, and he's got tons of them. So he, Sonic makes fun of him and says, all right, Dr. Eggman, let's fucking do this. So <clears throat> he makes fun of but him he, a lot. But he still is Dr. Robotnik. His official name is Dr. Robotnik. That is his name. One of one of my biggest... Okay, we're going to talk video games for a second here. Oh. I, lo- I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I played Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 for Sega Genesis till my thumbs were bleeding. I love those games. And in those games, the big bad boss was Dr. Robotnik. Somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was Sega Dreamcast or, or Sega, one of the other ones, the newer, the newer Sonics that came out that yeah. I never played, they changed him to be Dr. Eggman. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. That's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I say. He's fucking Dr. Robotnik. And some of these young kids, probably your age and younger, referred to him as Dr. I Eggman. remember as well, Dr. Robotnik. Suck, they can go suck eggs because he's Dr. Robotnik. And he will always be Dr. Robotnik. When I hear people call him Dr. Eggman, my skin crawls. I hate that name. Dr. Robotnik is a great name. <clears throat> and that's what he should always be known as. Robotnik, not Eggman. Um, I knew I him. About. I knew him as... A, or Robotnik early on because I watched like the old 90s Sonic every now and then and I think yeah. they used Robotnik in that one and the original games they called him that um I they apparently I'm reading this article for why um the Sonic team explains why the Robotnik started going by Eggman um it basically it says in later games he still retained his name but was referred to often as Eggman or Dr. Eggman obviously because of his shape. He was a he's a big rotund man. So they just referred to him as Eggman all the time. So his name was never changed. His name was still officially Robotnik, but in the games they would often refer to him as just Eggman. So that's so dumb. I'm it, so dumb. I don't know. I mean, in all honesty when you look at him like he didn't go to eight years of evil medical school <laughs> to be called Eggman. <laughs> I didn't go to eight years of evil medical school to be called referred to as Mister. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, but it's a good movie. It's... Your your kids might like the movie. It's got those silly tropes that you see with those movies. Um, you might like it better than po- Detective Pikachu. Um, like I said, Jim Carrey, fantastic in it as. Dr. Robotnik. Thank you. Um, <coughs> you know my favorite thing about that movie is, I don't know if I would, but I love how the internet forced him to change the way Sonic looked. I That's did too. That's one of my favorite things. Because he That's was scary as shit in the original trailer. He was freaky. It, he did not look like Sonic. He looked like somebody took a dude and combined him with a hedgehog. It was scary as hell. So you, You're absolutely right. It's awesome. It's the power of the internet. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do good. 
Sometimes they and do good. good. And, and good <laughs> for the studio. Good for the studio to turn around real quick and change it like that. Yeah. I mean, and some and some poor graphic designer lost his fucking. Oh yeah. Of the <laughs> some there was a few. There were some graphic designers that lost so much time and sleep just doing this, and they probably motherfucked everybody in existence because of it. They're probably like, I these this design is done. You tell me, we got to redo the entire design. What the fuck are you talking about? <clears throat> I'd be pissed. Sure. All right, Scott. That's our movies. We're about time too. So anything we have else to talk about, we can save for next time. If you guys want to... Wait, what? Oh, I'm just going to say, that's fine. <clears throat> we haven't even gotten into TV shows. We, we, all right, this is the movie episode. We'll do TV shows next time. TV uh, shows next time. Hell yeah. If you guys want to get a hold of Free Distraction and let us know what you... If you've seen those movies and what you thought of them, email us, distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search for Free Distraction at Podcast FYD. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for a distraction. Rate us. Comment on us. Share us with your friends. Like us. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We're also on Google Play and Spotify, so ditto for that. But you have to search Podcast FYD on those platforms. We are also a member, we haven't talked about this in a while, of the Electronic Media Collective. So head, over, so head over to the electronicmediacollective.com and... Listen to us there. Show the EMC that we mean business. We're also still a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. They also upload uh, the audio to YouTube. So you can check us out on there. <coughs> Scott. So, so hey, wait. Here we, so they, they didn't officially change Robotnik to Eggman. But... In the, in the Mario game, are King Koopa and Bowser the same person? You know, I feel like I've heard because, this question before. They are not. I don't think they are. Not? I don't think okay. they are. Because I remember in the old, like, Nintendo NES, like, the big bad boss was King Koopa. Like, he's kidnapping, kidnapping the princess... And then in the later games, it was always fucking Bowser. Like, Mario Kart. But they, they look the same. They're like giant dinosaur-looking guys. Um, he, they are the same. They are the same. What the fuck, dude? Why did I well, his name? His, apparently, his original name, um, which is just on Core.com, is Daimao Di Koopa, which is translated to Great Demon King Koopa. Um, he was named Bowser when Nintendo translated the manual in Super Mario's. So it was a translation issue that caused him to go from being King Koopa to Bowser. Apparently. He's, he'll be King Koopa <coughs> to me. And while we're at it, there's Princess Peach. Wasn't there a different princess? Daisy. Princess Daisy. That's what it those was. Are, they're, are they... they're, they're, those are two different. They are two different. Maybe they didn't intend for them to be different, but later on they have retconned it and they said those are two different princesses. So there is a Princess Daisy and there is a Princess Peach. And there's a third princess, which I can't remember what her name was. But she princess came... Toadstool? No, I was going to... Princess Toadstool? No, I think... Print... I... No, I don't. I think Peach is technically Princess Toadstool. There's a... There is a third one who has like blue hair. And she came later on in like the Mario Galaxy games or some shit like that. Oh, fuck all that shit. So... But she's official. Why they she's canon. Change? Why do they gotta change? 
I don't know. Come on. Ask, Come ask on. Japan. Hey, Adam. Scott. Congratulations on your new apartment. Maybe you should tell the Bumble ladies that. Oh, I got a new apartment. Feel like I got my own place. Just moved to my own apartment. Trying to come, trying to come see it. Maybe like you're 31 and you just got a new place. What the fuck? That's when you swipe the other way. Yeah.